0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home.
1: Look at this. Number one, write this down. Faith is a belief. I mean, Faith is a belief. I want you to write that down as important. We're going to go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. I'm going to read it in the TS 2000. It sounds very powerful. I feel very scholarly saying that. I'm reading it in the TS 2000. People are like, what is it? It's the scripture TS 2000. You don't have it? You got the hat. You don't have the translation? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, it is the evidence of things not seen. I'm going to read it in the TS 2000. Is it 2009? That's what it is, TS 2009. It's gotten even cooler. I feel like James Bond. Who are you? Bond. James Bond. What do you read out of the TS 2009? What do you got, King James? Come on, (laughs) come on, on, right? It's good, it reads good. Let me read it to you, it's funny, but it really reads well, and it's not just like I'm trying to get my answer to my question, faith is a belief, but it makes it read a little bit clearer about where said faith is simply a belief. Now I'm gonna read it out of this TS thing, ready? And belief is the substance of what is expected, the proof of what is not seen. You get that? Belief, What do you mean, no, Jerry? What are you doing over there? (laughs) And believe, that's the problem with the church. If I know your name, I might call you out. And belief is the substance of what is expected. But I love your honesty. No, I didn't get that. And belief is the substance of what is expected. Kentucky, can you find the TS 2009? If you can, it'll be great. If not, don't worry about it. And belief is the substance of what is expected. It is the proof of what is not seen. So basically what I'm saying is my beliefs are the proof for what are not seen. That's how you get what's not seen to show up. Does that make sense? So faith, now this is really important, because here's my problem with this thing. If faith pleases God, protects yourself with, Ephesians 6, 16, if you protect yourself with faith, you please God with faith, you, you, you obtain the promises of God by faith, my God in heaven, faith's important. You know I said something so good? I said, faith, faith pleases God. Like your wife, you know what pleases your wife. You know what to do to please your wife. In the beginning, you didn't know Jack, and you kind of navigate, and you're like, well, that was not gonna work. That don't work, you know what I mean, right? Valentine's Day shows up. You're you gonna be cute. You bring her flowers. She's like, I really don't like flowers. I want chocolate. Guess what you just found out? Something that pleases your wife. So what do you do next year? Hopefully, you're not dense and bring her back flowers. You bring her chocolate. See, are you getting this? You find out what pleases somebody. So God is the same way. We find out what pleases him through our belief system, and then we create a belief system that works, See, that's the problem with people. You can't just show up with what, you know, oh, you know oh, oh, this, this is going to make you happy. <laughs> what makes me happy might not make you happy. That, you can't do that with God. Well, God, you should be good with this. No, God wants you to show up where you're supposed to show up, beliefs, okay? So your beliefs. So remember this, faith is simply what you believe. Why is that so important? Because if I don't know if I'm in faith, how in the world do I know I've got it to produce the promises that I've been waiting for? Does that make sense? And you can't release faith if you don't know what it is. So faith's gotta be released. So how in the world can I quantify if I got it? I really hope you're getting what I'm saying here. And I know you are. Just hear me. How in the world do I release something if I don't know I have it? So I gotta know I've had it and i formed it before I can release it, and that's important. Because that makes it clear. Because the problem is wait. See, here's the thing with faith that's dangerous. You have to wait in a season of patience to get it to materialize. This is the scary part, man. Really scary. But if I don't know if I released it or not, am I waiting for nothing because nothing can happen unless I have it? Absolutely. And that's the scary part because it doesn't make it different. Now you gotta get this now. What I mean scary is like this, you're waiting for nothing because you don't have the substance to purchase. So people are saying time will change it. Time will change nothing unless faith is present. If faith's not present, it cannot change nothing in time. So the key is, if I know I've got, it's like saying, if I know I got it, I'm okay with waiting because I know I got it. But I don't know I got it, I'm waiting for nothing, but I'm still gonna wait because it's gonna have to have, see, let me tell you something. It's gonna have to have its work of patience. That's what James said. See what I'm saying? So here's the key. I have to understand I'm in faith or I form faith. Faith is formed by my beliefs. Very important. Write that down. Faith is formed by my beliefs from the word of God. And that's what he said there. Beliefs produce faith. And here's the cool part. Your beliefs are your faith. So how do we know we got faith? Show me your beliefs. I'll show you your faith. Now what do you believe? Now you might not believe what God believes. That's where you got to understand it's formed from the word of God. So we find what God believes from the word of God and finds out what we can do. Paul gave you the scripture. This is the confidence that I have, First John 5, 14 and 15. This is the confidence that I have in him, that I've asked anything according to his will or his word, I know he hears me. And if I know that he hears me, he'll grant me the petition that which I ask. So I gotta find the will of God from the word of God. When I found the word of God, I found the will of God. When I found the will of God, I found the desire place in my heart to produce promises in heaven, amen? So how does faith come? Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Amen? Look at Romans 10, 17. They'll pop it up there, okay? And kind of write, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes for everything by what? The realm of the ear. You hear it, okay? Now write this down. You cannot be a rejecter if you hear. Write this down. You cannot be a rejecter of what you hear. You cannot be a rejecter of what you hear if faith is gonna work, Okay? You cannot be a rejecter of what you hear if your faith is going to work. Amen? Now you find that in Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6, verse 1. You want me to read it again? Just say, do it again. Okay, that's a song. All right? You can't be a rejecter of what you hear if faith's going to work. You understand that? You should learn this stuff. You guys are, but everybody should get it. Because it rejected means what? I heard it, but I reject it. So let me ask you a question. If I'm asking a question. If faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, what happens if you hear the word of God, but you don't accept what you hear to be the Remember Mark chapter four? Because they understood it not. Matthew 13, and it, so you hear it, you don't understand it. And because I don't understand it, the Bible says the enemy comes and steals what you heard. So now what I heard isn't stackable, keepable save it for later. It's got to be now. So what happens if I don't accept what I hear now? Faith leaves. Faith comes as fast as it goes. As fast as you hear, faith comes, but as fast as you reject, faith leaves. And here's what we do. What's the Word of God going to do? What my problem that's so big? I understand. I've been here. We're there all the time. That seems like this is where we got to put value and validity on the word of God to say, man, that thing's living and true, and no matter what I think, no matter what I say, that book is on. But let me ask you a question. What happens when you don't understand? You reject. You reject easy. You want to know why? Because you got to get something here. Remember this. If you do not accept, you are qualified a rejecter. So if you hear it and you don't side in with it and receive it, guess what you did? You rejected it. That's why hearing ain't enough. You have to be postured to hear. Take heed. Remember Mark four twenty four. Take heed what you hear. For with the measure you meet it, it's the measure it's coming back. Oh my God in heaven. You got that? I like the, What's that translation? You got that translation? You got it in your phone? I'm going to get it. I want to see what that says in there. We'll find it. But anyway, and he said unto him, Take heed what? What you what? What you what? Take heed. What's that mean? What's take heed me? Pay attention, right? Pay attention, be careful what you hear. For what measure you what? Meet it. You know what meat means? The, the, the level you come in, the value of what you hear. When you value what you hear, it shall be measured unto you. Unto you that hear more shall be given. Did you pull that in? Wait a minute now, wait a minute now, Pastor Chris, what you say? Take heed, it's the mystery of Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4 is so or so is the word. These are they by the wayside, such as hear the word of God. When the word of God is sown, they get all excited about it. They go on with joy. They get offended. They quit affliction, persecution, care of the world, lust of other things, come in and choke the word of God. He said figure out Mark chapter 4, you figure out the whole Bible. He said take heed what you hear. Here's our problem. We critique in who's preaching it. Don't worry about who's preaching it. Find the word of God and agree with it. You preach it to yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Read it to yourself. Now, you getting this? You getting this? Now, watch this. What happens if you take heed what you hear? You clean up your mouth real quick. See, the reason why people's mouths jacked up, they don't value what they heard. I'm telling you, it'll sink in. I'll say it a thousand times. I could care less because it's revelation knowledge. I'll say what I want to say. That's because you don't value what you hear. I'm going to talk the way I want to talk. You don't value what you hear. I'm going to get in the flesh and scream and yell about it. You don't value what you hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna grow you up. I'm gonna make you grow up. You see what I'm saying? Well, I'm gonna say, ah, my, my, no, you, you got, you still got, you got, you still got sick in your mouth. You didn't value what you hear about her healed. I got, I wash sick right out your mouth. Because what people don't understand, everything you say contrary to the word of God is evil in God's eyes. He didn't say he don't play nice. Man, the God, listen to me, man. I don't know what in the world people are talking about. Do you understand what God said about it? He said, you got an evil report. He told those spies, he said, go to the land and take the land I gave you. They come back and say, he said, they got an evil report. What report did they have? Man's opinion of God's voice is an evil report. Well, we don't look like we're able. I don't care what you look like. Take the land. And you want to know what's crazy? David, let me tell you something about those jokers. Them guys were not, the spies in the land weren't some duds. They were the best Christians of the day leading the people. They were goofy more than the people. You wanna know why? You wanna know why they were goofy? Because they said what they thought. God didn't tell them to say what you think. Tell the people what to see. He didn't ask those people to go see nothing. He said, You tell them what to see. He didn't tell those people go down to four and a half million, or three and a half, four million, who knows? couple million people go down there. You go down there and you tell us what you see and come back and let's figure it out. He didn't tell them that. He said, you spies, go down there and tell the people what to see. You know what they did? They rejected it. And God said, you evil. You got an evil report. Except Caleb, remember? And Joshua wasn't all in, but he Caleb kind of kickstarted Joshua in. Joshua was all in, don't get me wrong, but Caleb was the first one said, we'd rather do it, let's do it. Caleb, Joshua said, all right, you going, I'm going too. <laughs> you understand that? I'm not picking on Joshua, but Caleb was bold, man. That choker stood up right there in the midst of it and said, we're well able. Be quiet. They say he got a different kind of spirit on him. He had the spirit of faith. What's the spirit of faith do? It, say, it believes and spit says. It said the word we preach, we believe and speak. Believe and speak. That's faith-filled talk. It's contagious. You ever get around people of faith? It's contagious. You understand what I'm saying? You got, you release faith. That's how you get faith to work. But faith's got to be formed before it could ever be released. How do you form it? From the word of God. How much word do you need to get it formed? How in the world do I know? That's up to you. But once you form it, don't be quick to speak. Be quick to believe. Stay in the system of belief for a while before we get you in the speak of release. Because once you release it, you can't take it. here's the problem. <laughs> I'm going to pick on some of you are going to not like me. You know what you did? You have, you have premature faith because you got hot about it. You said it, and now you gotta be able to stand and you shake it just a little bit. <laughs> ah, you ain't liking me right now. You still look at me like, you'll get it. I don't understand what he's saying. We didn't pay attention, you understand exactly what I'm saying. Okay, let me show you what you did. You got all excited about it and said, Yes, Lord, yay, Lord, and you said it, and now you're out in the middle of it, and you like Peter looking at the wind, going, It's a little stormy out here. I don't know if this is working. It should have happened by now. I don't know why it's getting wavy and stormy because fear's all around. Faith trying to tell you, go back in the boat. And Peter, you got to sit there, like, bid me come. Okay, I biddest thou comest. Come out here. He's out here now and he's like, uh, when's the circumstances going to change now that I'm in this faith stuff? When's the storm going to go away? I'm in the faith stuff now. Can't walk by what you see. You got to walk by what you believe. Peter slipped in his beliefs. Fell in the lake. Jesus went and saved him. But here's the key. What's he trying to get him to see? You can't get out in his faith realm prematurely. Bid me come. You know what I'm saying? Wait a minute, Jesus. I'll let you know when I'm ready. You better remember what I said. Because once you step, nobody told you the faith it was going to take after you take a step. Nobody knows. You take a step and go, shouldn't it be easy? Let me tell you right here now. If it's easy, it probably ain't the will of God. <laughs> now be serious. Everything I did was auto. I, I, it was it was almost like mental insanity. And it was like, brother, whoever made this up, I like to find him and smack him. Brother, you got peace? No, I ain't got no peace. I'm on a razor flying insanity. Peace? Ain't no peace in no. I ain't got no peace in me. You feel the peace, brother? You feel the perfect peace? I don't feel the perfect jack. I feel like I'm crazy out here. This is nuts. This don't make no sense. Brother, you follow peace? Follow peace? Oh my God, I'm living in chaos right now. Believe in God and stepping out on nothing. You think Abraham was like, oh, it feels real peaceful leaving everything I know and going to a land I never even know. And I got to go, and God's talking about stars in the sky and look out in the wind and, uh, you know, just to be the century. I got a kid. I ain't, she's 100 years old for crying out loud. She's old and crazy and this ain't going to work. And they laughing at it and God said, You will be the Father of men. Ha, 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 ha. He's gone, man. This ain't no peace in this thing. All oh, there's this pressure. Follow after peace, brother. Oh, you married, people. You got peace? Thank you very much for no show of hands. And that's the will of God for your life. Praise Jesus, God Almighty. You feel peaceful, brother? No. No, I don't feel peaceful. You're in good company. And you got kids? Oh, my God. Are you nuts? You marry. If you married, yeah, thank you. One. And then two, you got these kids, and then you got a plan of God to pioneer in faith. And you got peace? Yeah. You sleeping. That's about it, bro. <laughs> that's it. Everything else is like, you got you got it coming from everything. You understand what I'm saying? So when you get in faith. If it, it's going to get a little rocky, it's going to get a little wild, and now you got to, you know, you know what's the greatest thing of all? You are going to have to stand the test of your declaration of faith. You understand what I mean? Oh, my God, I got such a good one. I got such a good one to mess you up. Man, that thing I gave, was that Friday? Friday's thing was good, man. God tested Abraham. Listen to me. I don't like that word test. Can't stand it. Because I don't really think God gives you a test like succeed or fail. And this made so much sense to me. And I'm I'm convinced of it. God does not want you to fail at anything. So the test of Abraham was what? Paul got it. But you know what I mean? But I said this to you guys. And I know what it is. The test of Abraham was not before God. The test of Abraham was could he keep his confession before man? and prove that God is God in the earth. You see what I'm saying? So here's the thing. Where's the pressure for my mouth? The pressure for my mouth is in the earth in front of men, not in front of God. Can you say what you got to say in the front of who you got to say it in front of? Because right there, you're going to shake a little bit. You're going to talk prosperity, health, in front of natural people that have no idea, and there's a place where you think like, because see, love, see, saying this stuff in front of God, he's love. There's no thought of failure in love. Amen? Remember? But there's a thought of failure before man, and that's why sometimes we're scared to open our mouth to say, God's going God's to do what he said he's going to do. But your confession. So don't back up on your confession no matter what. Okay? So watch this. Rejectors of truth are labeled unbelievers in the Bible. Okay? Look at Mark's chapter 6, verse 1. Okay? Rejectors of truth are labeled what? Unbelievers in the Bible. You don't want to be no unbeliever. You ain't no unbeliever. I have to say, I'm a believer. I'm a believer, man. I ain't no unbeliever. You understand that? I'm a believer. Look what Jesus said. You got that? I'm a believer. And he went out from thence and came into his own country. You see that? And his disciples followed him. My God in heaven. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. People heard and they were astonished saying, where did he come from? This guy knows some things nobody else knows. Where do you get this wisdom? He does mighty works were done through his hands. Is this not the carpenter? Here we go, right? As soon as you start something, doing something good, they're going to try to figure out where you came from. Aren't you the kid from, yeah, there we go. You know what I'm saying? Because people want to always remind you, always. They're always reminding you of who they think you are. Try to identify you with humanity. You start doing some good stuff. They want to try, well, isn't it the brother of James and John, and Judah and Simeon? Well, is that the, ain't got, isn't that his sister? And they got offended. Cut it out. You know why they got offended? But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin, in his own house. Now get five. What's it say? And he could there do no mighty work. Who couldn't do no mighty work? Jesus can't do no mighty work? Yeah, yeah, he can't. Save what? He laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. He couldn't do it. I mean, Jesus couldn't do it. He couldn't. He needs faith. He can't just move in the earth the way he wants to move in the earth and do stuff for you. I, I, I want to know why God don't do this for me. Why God ain't doing that? God ain't doing it because you ain't got no faith for it. The, this is why people, people don't want to get spiritually tight, man. They want to stay lazy. Well, you can't stay lazy with this stuff. But well, why won't God do this for me? Because you didn't get faith for it. Now, God's not a meanie, meanie, but God wants you to develop faith. Here's the thing. How did he get in the earth? Faith to Abraham. How you think you're going to get him to move in the earth for you? Faith. Guess who we are? We got the faith to Abraham. How did you get the faith to Abraham when you became a believer? He became the father of us all. That's Galatians 3.13. Remember that? Christ redeemed us from, don't go there. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. Cursed everyone that hangeth on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through faith. That's faith. Faith's the currency of the earth for me and you. That's how you can get things from God. You got to believe. You got to trust Him. So you go, in, all you got to do, it's the only, the, let me tell you something. This, I told you, the, the, the only sin the New Testament believer commits is unbelief. That's it, man. you either in faith or out of faith. There ain't no big whoopity-doo. You're either believer or non-believer. But once you stay in beliefs, you can get the stuff to work. See it? So you got to have faith. All right, keep going. you have falling asleep on me. Come on. Come on. G- give me that thing. Now it's a lot. It's a lot because I'm stretch your head, but some of you know me. And he marveled. Look at this. He marveled because of their what? So rejectors of, of him were labeled unbelievers. Okay? But I got news for you. Believers that reject are labeled unbelievers because you can't do nothing for them. Can't do nothing for you in that area. That's Romans 10.10. 10. Remember, I gave you, the, don't go there. It says what? With the heart, man believes in the righteous but the mouth, confession is made into salvation. What happens if you don't believe in your heart? Can't release faiths that haven't been released. Listen, you cannot release beliefs that have not been formed in the heart. They gotta be formed. Out of the abundance of the heart, mouth the mouth speak. Remember that one? You see it So you gotta form them in your heart. How do you form beliefs in your heart? You're, you, you you forget this thing? You gotta hear how to? What, what do you mean? Beliefs get in the heart. You want to see it? I'll take a different route. If you want to see it, you want to see it. Okay, go to Mark chapter four real quick. Did you get that? Go to Mark four fourteen. You ready? Now you gotta get ready. Grab it when I say it. How? 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 You ever ask yourself? Well, how in the world do the word does the word get in my heart? So or so is the word. These are they by the wayside. Where the word is sown, but when they've heard it, Satan comes immediately and take the way a word that is in there. So every time you hear it, it goes in your heart. What happens if you reject what you hear to be the truth? Now it ain't there no more. What happens if you hold on to what you hear in your heart? You believe it, and then you can release it. That's Romans 10.10. 10. Go to Romans 10.10, 10. just write them down real quick. For what the heart man believes unto. Now let me ask you a question. We talked about this. What's righteousness you see it you see it you get you, how, okay how's the word get in my heart? you hear it well how do you hear it? somebody got to speak it you could speak it you could speak it to yourself you could speak it I can hear it faith comes by what and hearing by what so anybody hears the word of God you say speak it out loud. That's what I've been telling you for a decade. Read the Bible out loud. Read these promises out loud. Why? Wow, faith comes by hearing. Read them out loud. Just stop complicating the process. And just do what it says. Okay, read it out loud. Read it out loud. By his stripes, I'm healed. Okay, got it. Put yourself. Put it in your heart. Now, don't let it go. Say, like, right, I believe I'm healed. Accept it. For what the heart man, leave that up there, please. For what the heart man believeth undue. Put the heart man believeth on the. I thought you made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus when you got born again. Well, you are? What's this righteousness? Oh, here we go. Well, what righteousness is this? If I'm made righteousness, what kind of righteousness? This is righteousness about the subject you're talking about. He's talking about salvation here. So the faith to get saved comes believing Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead. If you're going to get saved, you've got to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ ro- died on the cross and rose from the dead. That's what he's talking about. That's saving faith. How do you get money faith? You better go hear some scriptures about money. How do you get healing faith? How do you get restoration in this jacked-up marriage you got faith? How do you get walking love faith? How do you get... Peace of God, faith. That's how you get it. You ain't get it because you're walking through life, and you get it through what? Putting that word in your heart, and you can walk through the chaos. He'll keep me still and cool beside a still water, even though I'm walking through the valley of the shadow death. Come on, somebody. You know what I mean? How are you going to do that? He's going to keep you calm in the middle of walking. He didn't say you ain't going to walk through the valley of the shadow death. He said stop looking at the valley. and Start looking at the calm, stillness. See what I'm saying? You got to focus, Right? For with the heart, man, believer in the righteousness on the subject or the topic, and then with the mouth, confession is thereunto made salvation. So whatever you release out of your mouth. So i got going to reform, remember this, I form faith in my heart, and then I release faith with the words of my mouth. Now here's the thing, you got to govern. Three ways you release faith, think, say, and do. Write that down. You release your faith by what you think, by what you say, and what you do. My thinking, my saying, my doing. My thinking, my saying, my doing. Beliefs are released by think, say, and do. Did you get that? Did you get that? Faith, now I'm going to say something here. Faith don't just come, let me think, saying, dude, you get that? Faith doesn't just come by hearing. Now, let me explain that. Faith comes by hearing and not rejecting what you hear. You have to accept what you hear to be truth. If you reject what you hear to be the truth, faith ain't coming. Thomas sitting there, the dudes were with him. I told him to do that in the morning. I don't know, these services get together. Look, man, if Paul and Evan were sitting in a room and Jesus walked in a room, I, Thomas don't make no sense to me. That dude's gone as far as I'm concerned. We'll go have a meeting when we get to heaven. I would, I would believe Paul if I couldn't believe what was going on. I mean, you, come on, bro, really? Jesus came, he was just on the cross, man. Joker come through the wall. I'm telling you, PC, if these two, if Jerry Evan, and Paul would say, look, me and Lindsay, we were hanging out, we were playing worship, and all of a sudden Jesus come walking through the wall and said, hey, it's me. I'd be like, dude, that's trippy. But if Paul and you guys said it, i believe it. What I got to argue with it for? So he didn't believe the power of what Jesus was saying, and he didn't even believe the witnesses of his friends. These guys were rolling with him, dude. And he'd reject her. What did he say? If I take my finger, unless I, I see it and touch it, I will not believe it. He's a sense ruled person. Thomas had sense, knowledge, faith. Okay? Abraham had God kind of faith. He staggered not. Now, this is big. I didn't get you there in the morning. I want to get you there, okay? So, so remind me to stagger or not, okay? This is important. So much. Faith has to be released, you know what I'm saying, that? By think, say, and do. You got that? If you don't release your beliefs, they ain't doing jack for you. That's what James said. Faith without works is dead. There has to be an action side of faith. A belief, look, remember this one? Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to press a little bit here. Remember in the Gospel of John, they came and they said, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? They said, yeah, but we're not going to confess it before men because they like the praises of men more than I like the praises of God. If you have an unreleased belief, you cannot get saved. You understand that? that you understand know what I'm saying? Like they said, do you believe Jesus is the Christ? They said, we believe it. They said, well, then basically you got to say, say, no, we like the praise of men more than we like the praise of God. We're not going to release our confession of faith. You could believe Jesus is Christ all day long until you release it with the words in your mouth, you ain't getting saved. They work together. You understand that? Do you understand that? So you can have beliefs all day long. If you don't speak them and live them, they ain't worth jack. I believe Jesus Christ. You going to live for him? Nope. I believe he can heal. You going to step out on healing? Nope. See, we like to use this terminology in the church called mental ascent. You know They mentally agree with it, but they never release their faith in it. Does that make sense? So you have to release your beliefs through faith, through things they do. If you don't govern your life based upon the word of God, the flesh is going to govern your life. And then your actions are gonna be fleshy because the word of God is not the foremost authority in your life. Is that okay? Well, why are you carnal? Simple. You don't have the right belief system if you're carnal. Is that okay? Did you pull that in? Let me give, let me give you these and then maybe I got time for that other thing. I don't know though. Maybe I'll just give it to you next time. Okay? Are you with me? So you understanding this? So write this down. Number one. Your problem is After you release faith, now you understand what I'm saying. We formed it from the Word of God. We got it in us. We got scriptural proof. We've been here, right? We've been talking about this for a while. I got it. I got scriptural proof. I got the Word of God. I got all this stuff. I got everything going for me. I got enough. Now what do I do? I got it in my heart. Now I got to release it out of my mouth. First thing is words, okay? Words. You got to release it out of words. Now here's the problem once we release it with words, and we're going to talk about words before we get out of this series. Here's the problem with Words. Once you release it out of words, you cannot go looking to anything natural to tell you whether it's working. This is where most people screw it up. And I don't say that in a mean way, like we all do. We, you guys, listen to me, I love you. You never had a problem with faith, you have a problem with abandonment. You released it and then it didn't look like it's working, so therefore you quit on the faith you released. Look, I know what's going on. Because here's the thing, we got this timeline, we got all this whacked out, we don't see people doing it. I don't know about all that, I don't care. Just stay with me, hear me, you know I love you and I'm telling you the truth. Here's what I need you to see. Do not go looking at certain things. Number one, you cannot go looking at your emotions to tell me whether your faith's working. Write that down. Emotions. Faith is released through thoughts, words, and actions. You cannot go looking at your emotions. Does that make sense? Well, I don't, I'm, I'm emotionally like, I don't know. No, 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 no. You cannot look at your emotions to tell you whether your faith's working. I don't feel like nothing's happening. Who cares? I don't feel. What are your emotions? You know what I'm saying? Mind, will, and emotions. Your mental arena, right? I I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at this thing emotionally. You can't look at it emotionally. You can't go looking at it like, well, my emotion. I'm a. Emo- I am I do not know if it's working. Can't look at it. I don't see. Who cares? You can't go looking at this stuff to tell me whether your faith's working, man. That tree didn't look dead when Jesus cursed it. It was dead the minute he said it. You got it? So you can't go looking at your emotions, okay? Write that down, you got that emotions. Number two, check this one out, I love this one, right? You can't even go looking at your words. Now I'm gonna explain that because sometimes you have a bad day, you out screaming about all of it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just have a bad day, you mad at God. God I'm mad, it's been taking six months and nothing got better. I don't think you, the Holy Ghost, or God knows what's going on up there. I'm going to send an email up there. I'm about tired of waiting for this stuff. I'm tired of this. I want to hear none of these people come over here. Bless. I'm not going to church Sunday, Jesus. How you like that? I know how you think. You give them that right. I'm not reading my Bible today, nor am I praying. You can keep praying in tongues, and if you want some worship, go see the whole angels. Leave me alone today. I'm tired of this. We get finicky. We get a little bit like, you know, your words get weird. I don't know if this stuff works. You have a bad day. You better dig it up and get it under the blood. But you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes it happens. You're like, well, you know, I'm a tither. I'm a giver. I go to church. I serve in the ministry. I go down there. I do all stuff. I'm on the praise team. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, a, I'm a changing diapers for babies. I don't know what. And well, I try to cheat God. You think some of this stuff will work? And I'm like, oh, here's a good one. You ready for this one? Oh, all my lost friends, they got it made. They ain't got no problems. Oh my love friend, look how much money they got. I went to that one dude house. he got a new house. That jerk, he don't even go to church. He don't even like you. I go to church, praise God, give tithe. They just got a million dollar house. How'd they get a million dollar house? I still live in an apartment over here. I ain't even got a dollar. You tell me, but I'm heading out the head town. I'm above and up and I ain't got jack, Jesus. I ain't got jack. Oh, my love friend, they're living like the devil. That one dude, my buddy smokes crack. I know he smokes crack. I see him smoke crack. He's a crack smoker, but he got money. He got everything. I got three dollars. That's funny, but it's true. It's true. You know, I, everybody got them heathen friends, you know. I got this heathen friend. He got more money, he knows what to do with it. He got so much money, he got everything I want. I was like, you got everything I want? I like this, though. What about, I got I to gotta like wait eight years. This joke I got it yesterday. What's this about? I'm going to rob his stuff, God, I'm telling you right now. I'm going to repent and you forgive me because I'm tell, I'm going to rob. Look, you know how you think. That's you. Oh, how, okay, okay, I didn't meddle with you yet. Why am I sick? They ain't sick. They smoking cigarettes, drinking drinks. They stoned out of their mind. They ain't sick. I'm sick. Why am I sick? Yeah, yeah, come on, bro. Come on. I'm a mind reader. (laughs) Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I've been doing it. I've been waiting for it. I've been leaving God. You know, I'm single. I'm 63 years old. I'm still single. She's shacking up with everybody. She got more dudes running. She's like a turnstile in the house, out the house, in the house, out the house. Oh, come on. I'm waiting, praying God. Got oil on me. I'm soaking in oil. My God in heaven, help me. I can't even get a part. I can't even get a good man. She got a good. I don't know what she got. Like me now? Yeah, thank you. I got one amen and a half of hallelujah over there, and that's all I got. You know I'm telling the truth. You Monday you had a bad mouth day. Oh, how about this? You don't like that? I'll give you a new one. Well, she that sister so and so, she's a jerk. You know they're talking about everybody, bad day. I quit. Pastor Chris is a jerk. Yeah, they tell, they say that about me sometimes. They do. They really do. Yeah, I know, and you, you know, they say it. they say mean stuff about me, but you know what they don't realize? God tells me who you are. <laughs> and, I, and I'll never tell you who you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, sometimes he does. No, <laughs> no, no, but you know what I'm saying? It gets tough, and when you get pressure, look, man, I never, listen to me, man. It's okay to call me names and God. Okay, listen, here's what I'm saying. Pressure will make you say John the Baptist told me he's Christ. Remember, I told you that last week. That joker went to prison. He didn't even know he was God. Yeah. Remember that? I told you that. Wasn't that Wednesday or Sunday? Was that last Sunday? I don't know. They all make. They all one movie for me. Every week is like. Remember John the Baptist? Like I'm in prison. (laughs) Remember I did that the one time I hid behind a pole, but I was like this. Here's John. John's like, oh, behold, he's the Lamb of God. Here he is. He is the one. Remember when at the river? At the river, it was cool. At the river, it was cool. You know what I'm saying? At the river, John was like this. Behold, the Lamb of God, who taketh away the sins of the world. Is the dove falls. Here's him in prison. Hey, uh, is he Christ? Go find out. I really don't like it. Why am I in prison? I'm in prison. Prison. He's a bar. And he gets two of his ding-dong friends. Go ask Jesus if he's the Christ. I would have punched him in the head if I was one of the disciples. You're the one who told me he was Jesus. Now you don't know if he's God? And we gotta go ask you ask him. You're the one with the questions. Behold the Lamb of God. Who taketh away? He's in prison, pressure. Ah, uh, hey, hey, is he God? Go ask him if he's God, because I don't know if he's God. Because if he's God, should I really be in prison? Should I really have this kind of pressure if he's God? Shouldn't my life be easy if he's God? I should not be behind these bars. Why should I be in these bars? My life should be easy. And what does he say to him? Go tell him, what did he see and what did he hear? What did he see and what did he hear? And here's the best of all best, and I told you this. He looks at him, and I'll tell you what, he could have critiqued him. He could have rebuked him. He goes, what did you come to see? A reed shaking in the wind? And he said, you know, can you come to see a prophet? And no greater was born of the womb than John, the prophet from God. But you'll be greater if you can believe in me. And he quoted what Isaiah, I feel like dropping the mic. He quoted what Isaiah, instead of rebuking his joke, right? He had this joke right here. He got, he's got John there. This joker's right here stuck. He said, let me just say what the word of God says about him. Because that's the only opinion I got about everybody. Jesus, man, that's a testimony. When I only got the opinion of what God says about you for everybody, my life's gonna be a lot better. Why? Because I won't be on easy street. You see what I'm saying, guys? He didn't hold him to it. He didn't hold him to it. So you can't look you can't look at your emotions. You can't look at words. You can't look at this one. You ready, first this one? This is a good one too. Write this down. You can't look at this. I like this, right? You can't look at your words. You can't look at this. You can't go by what you think because sometimes what you think ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Your thinking gets messed up. You know what I'm saying? You can't think, well, I don't think nothing's working. Shh. I don't think stuff's, shh. I don't think, shh. I don't think you should be taking this, shh. I don't think God hurt me. Shut up. Don't say nothing. I'm not saying it in a rude way, you know. Just don't say it. Just let it stay in your head. You know, thoughts in your head are like seeds in a barrel. You know what I'm saying? But once you take seeds and put them in your mouth and speak them, you planted them. You could think a lot of crazy stuff because faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head, remember that? Faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head. That's okay. And do the last one right here. You can't look at changed circumstances and that one right there is tough. It don't look like it's getting better. Don't worry about what it looks like. You can't look at changed circumstances. Well, I don't feel, don't look at changed circumstances to tell me whether it's working. Don't look at changed circumstances to tell me whether it's working. Don't look at, and this is what I'm saying, and I'm going to let this out. I can let this out. You give me two minutes? This is important, and we'll talk more about it Wednesday, okay? I do not really like this grow faith thing. Um, as you know, as I've voiced, and and reason why I don't like it, I think it, it immobilizes your activity. So this is what I'm going to say about it, and I'll leave it here. And I understand what people are going to say. and It's okay about what people say. Just look at my, just look at, you know, Brother Higgins said something so good. He said there's many ways to walk up a mountain. Just take my trail today. That's all I'm asking. There's no other ways to do it. I'm fine. You want to say it grows, let it grow. But here's what I want to, I want you to go to Romans chapter 4 because I think this is important. Okay? Go with me to Romans four seventeen, and then we're going to go. I'm going to say this. I don't think it, let's not even care about it growing. I'm going to say it like this. Your faith strengthens and your faith weakens, okay? By your wor- thoughts and your words, okay? That's what you gotta know. I don't care if you wanna say grow. It strengthens or weakens. That's the only thing I could find in the word of God on this side of it. You can find that it grows, faith grows. Oh, ye have a little faith, great faith. Woman with the of blood, great faith. Roman centurion, great faith. Little faith, he talks great faith, little faith. He even says it'll grow. He even says exceedingly growing faith. I understand that. But let me just see It goes. Faith must be formed. Faith must be released. Now, here's the kicker. You ready? If it grows or it strengthens or weakens, it's going to be after it's released, not before it's sown. Write that down. It's sown first then it increases or decreases. It doesn't increase or decrease before because faith is now. Are you getting this? This is where I need you. I need you hot on this because here's the thing. After you release it is where the pressure is going to come to forfeit it. And the way you grow in it is here. Now go to four fifteen. God who quickeneth the dead, right? As it is written, I have made thee the father of many nations. Before him he even believed, he believed, whom quickeneth the dead, Right? Let's talk about Abraham and God. Call those things that be not as though they were, right? 418, here we go, here we go, here we go. Now pull this in. Who against hope, you see this? What are you doing? Who against hope believed in hope. You see it? You see it? That he might be what? The father of many nations. According to that which was spoken. Here we go, ready? You got it? That's probably even good. What's it say? Is that the translation? All right, this is the one I like. I'm not gonna drop your phone. Oh, Jesus, they got this print small. Who against, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you got, where did you get it? Against all expectation. You got it too? Did believe, look at this. Who against, okay, I like this. 417, ooh, I like that. Let's read 17 too. And it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of him whom he he believed, even Elohim, Elohim is God, who gives life to the dead and calls that which does not exist as existing. Holy smoke. Who against all expectation did believe. In expectation, so that he could become the father of many nations. According to that which was said, so shall your seed be. And having not grown weak in faith or weak in belief. And, how, did you see this? And what? Not having grown weak in belief, he did not consider his own body already dead, being about a 100 years old, and the deadness of Sarah rooms. He did not hesitate about the promises of Elohim through unbelief, but was strengthened in belief, giving esteem to a God. You see it? I'll read a little bit more just so you got it. And being completely persuaded that what he promised, he was also able to do. Therefore, also it is reckoned to him for righteousness. Thank you. But isn't that read so good? Okay, did you pull that in? So now watch this. Now just go slow. Go back to 18. After faith's been released, now, now, look at 18. You got to see it there. We'll go real quick and we'll get there. Kentucky will crank right through this. Who against hope, Abraham, that's the word of God. He believed in the word of God. Hope comes from the word. Hope first, remember that? Now, faith is the, it's showing you how to do this. Who called those things that be not as other words. He's saying, you got to have words and you got to put hope in what looks hopeless. It looks hopeless. She's, she's like, he's 99, she's dead. It just doesn't work. Come on, this ain't going to happen. Who against hope believes in hope. Now watch this. That he might become the what? Father of many nations according to that, which was what? So he found the word that was spoken about him. Or the word of promise. Gave him hope. Where did he get hope from? Got hope from the word. So shall thy seed be. What was spoken. You see it? He, he went back to what was spoken about him. That's how you get hope. You get hope from the Bible. Okay, watch 19. Here we go. Watch this, watch this. And being not, what's weak faith do? Considers and staggers. It weakens or strengthens based upon what? And being not weak in faith, considering now his own body dead when he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's own. So he considered not. He didn't look at circumstances. Looking at circumstances makes your faith weak. I don't see nothing. You gotta be able to see the unseen. (laughs) You see it? Keep going. Watch this. And what? When he was about 100 years old, he staggered not at the. He staggered not at the. He staggered not at the. He didn't look at the promise and stagger at it through what? Unbelief. He believed it. Okay, that's good. So if I start staggering at the promises. Maybe God, maybe God ain't true about what he said. Maybe God didn't mean, maybe this ain't for me. All these questions come to your head. Lose all that stuff, okay? I'm gonna stagger not. I'm not gonna stagger at it. What he said, he said, God is not a man that he should lie. You're not the son of God, he needs to repent. He said it and it'll come to pass. How's he not spoken it? Won't he do it? He'll do it. Got it. Settle that already in heaven. I'm not staggering. I'm not considering. I'm not staggering. But what did he do? But was strong. Weak faith, strong faith. Strong faith gives glory to God. What's that mean? He praised him. He kept thankfulness and gratitude. Thank you, Lord. Come on, you see it? He kept his mouth right. How do you keep strong faith you keep your mouth right how do you stop it from weak he shows you what to do abraham showed you what to do he said after i believed and after i released after i called myself the father of many nations I considered not the situation nor the circumstances. I staggered not at the promise of God, but I was strong giving glory to God. Even when I didn't know what God was doing, I kept my mouth in a place of praise. I kept my mouth in a place of thanksgiving. I kept my mouth in a place of the promise, and I kept speaking that promise. Uh, hey, who are you? I'm Abraham. I'm the father of many nations. I'm the father of many nations. I'm the father of many nations. You ain't got no kids, but I'm the father of many nations. What's your name? She used to just run out the house every once in a while, say, Abraham. She just wanted to remind him, you're the father of many nations. Amen. She just, I'm telling you, everybody started what? It started bringing into his remembrance who he was. And when he said it about himself, hi, I'm Abraham. I'm the father of many nations. You understand this? It kept it strong because it kept it in his mouth. Got keep them promises in your mouth. You got to keep praising your mouth, and when you—I said it the other day. Lauren quoted it; it was good. I said, "If if 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 the praises of God start slipping in your mouth, the promises of God are slipping out of your hands, man." You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, that's you can play. I'm telling you, you got to pick that up, man. You got to pick that up and put that in you. You got to pick that up and put that in you, man. Don't let slip. If you slip it in your mouth, this thing is a gauge. It's a gauge. To show. I'll show you where it's really a gauge to. It's a gauge to really show, because it's connected to your spirit and your soul. And you can tell by your mouth which side's winning. You connect, and where you can praise me to God. Man, I'm telling you right, everyone's fine. Just, just start practicing it, you know what I mean? Praise the Lord, glory to God. Glory. I'm telling you, you gotta quicken yourself, because you start getting in this wheelhouse, you'll start, you'll start. You're getting, so you won't even talk no more. You'll get so shut down in your mouth, you won't even speak. That's the key. Don't, don't, not, don't, don't not keep, you gotta keep your words. Keep your words. And I know, guys, listen, I understand this ain't easy, but I just gave you the key to do it. Find it. Find what you want. Form a belief. He said whatsoever you desire when you pray. And you're gonna find your desires in the word of God because they're connected and linked. Let me tell you something. Let, let me show you something. Can I help you here? You're prob- unless you're really out in left field, you know what I mean? You're probably not desiring something that God doesn't already want you to have. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're like, you know, you're kind of manipulating this, you know, you know what God wants you to have. You know what I mean? So your desire is probably based in the word of God almost already. What happens when you start putting those foreign beliefs together and then you figure out how to release these things? Now once you release it, then the test comes in. The test of time. I'll talk about patience when God. call Let patience have its perfect work. You know what patience is perfect? Complete, whole, entire, wanting nothing. That means you're so settled, you don't even, yeah, God, okay, it's real. And then when he shows up, you'll be like, great, I, I, I believed I received when I prayed. Now that I see it, I'm just going to thank you for what I already believed I received, but I know I got it because I know you're true to your word, And something shifts in the way you think. And then, But here's the hard part. You know what most people can't do? They can't enjoy the process. And the process is all about God's trust. Why not use it like a tool? He said when patience have his perfect work, You'll be processed. You know, write this down. I'll talk about it next week and when we get together again. Processed in patience produces completeness in your life. You think God don't, look, me I'd say it like this. You got, got somebody in your life that would only wants the best for you? You think they're gonna, like if I had it, like if I had something you wanted in my pocket, don't you think I'd give it to you right at the right time? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't hold it back if I had it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you if I knew you needed something and I had it, don't you think I'd give it to you? You know what I mean? It's God. You think God's standing there like, oh, come on, man. Live up to the, no. He Don't, don't you think he's got everything perfectly timed? What are you getting anxious about? I'm just chilling, Jesus. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Hanging. We're going fishing. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm being serious. You understand what I'm saying? Like, just Chill. But when? Look, man, if you got to keep asking when and what and where and how and why and what and could and would, I don't know if you trust in God. Why you got so many questions? It's like getting in the car with somebody going for a ride. Hey, we're going somewhere. Where are we going? When are we going? What time are we going to get there? I told you we're going for a ride. Relax. I don't want to be uncomfortable for the next two hours riding around with you asking me 105 questions. Where are we going? What time are we going to get there? How long are we staying? Where are we doing? That's aggravating. Some of you are probably aggravating God. Why don't you just be quiet, kick back, say, just just roll, Jesus. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? And you, I know know that sounds cute when you're in it, but Pastor Chris, some of this stuff is big. Yeah, well, I know. Don't you think God knows it's big? (laughs) I need this money now. He knows. (laughs) Just remind him, tell him, and watch it happen. I need man, I'm going to the doctor next week. That joker told me last time I went in there, he said, you probably ain't going to live. I told him I'll live and not die i got to have results. Don't worry about it. Go in there. What happens if I go in there and say, you dead? We'll say, Doc, you ever see a dead man walking? You ever see a dead man walking? I'll come back. I'll show you what it looks like. Don't worry about what the report says. you got the ability here. Amen? Come on, guys. I'm telling you, listen, man. Faith don't walk by what it sees. It walks by what it cannot see. That's what you got to start mastering. Amen? Come on, stand up on your feet. You did good. That's a lot. But you did, you did good. You guys are on fire today. You need your faith at a whole new level, functioning at a whole new level. Functioning at a whole new level of faith. My God, come on, lift your hands to heaven. Just say this. Say, Jesus, thank you for taking my faith to a brand new level in the anointing. Thank you, Jesus. My faith has overcome the world. My faith in you is my key to victory. Help me, teach me, lead me, guide me in the arena of faith so I can function at the level you would have me to function. Thank you, Lord.
0: And if you just keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed, but put your hands down for a minute because that first step of faith begins with asking Jesus into your life to be your Lord and your Savior. Maybe you're here today and you've never made that step. You've never asked him to come into your life. Maybe you have. Maybe you've been, maybe you say, I I, I prayed the prayer, but today I want to rededicate yes, my Lord. life to him. If that's you, whether it's your first time or you, you want to make a recommitment to him, would you just raise your hand with no one looking around and say, that's me today. I want to give my life to him. I want to submit my life to God. Thank you. You can put those hands down. Come on, down. praise God. And I want us all to pray together. If you're watching by the way, you can do that. You can pray this with us. Just repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus. Dear Jesus. I believe. I believe. And I receive. And I receive. Right now. Right now. When I pray, I confess with my mouth.
1: I confess with my mouth.
0: Because I believe in my heart.
1: Because I believe in my that heart. That you
0: are the Son of God. Mm,
1: you are the Son of God. I
0: ask you to come into my life. Yes. To forgive me of my sins. Yes, Lord. And from this day forward, hallelujah! I commit to live my life for you.
1: Yes, today, today,
0: tomorrow, tomorrow, and for the rest of my life, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' I pray. name, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah! Come on, come on put your hands, hands together. You did
1: great, glory to God. Hey, Wednesday night, now Wednesday night, I'm talking about faith again. If you don't, if you can't come, I understand. Get that, get the relevant podcast. Amen. Just go there. Go to any kind of thing. You go to the app store. Get, put it in there. Stay up to date where we're going because we're going to carry faith all the way out to the end of the year. Amen. I love you guys. You're doing great. And if you're a first-time visitor, please go to Welcome Center and get your free gift. Hallelujah. Amen. You guys are dismissed. Glory.